You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. I think it's undeniable now. We've been saying it all along, but we can't deny it. It, it, It's just a fact. The mullet magic is real. (laughs) Mullet magic is real, Leah. And I tell you what, this is a a team that that, that beat the Coyotes two weeks ago. And it honestly, I don't know if it even looked close tonight. The Coyotes were good. The Coyotes were good. Lots to talk about. Thank you all so much for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes post-game show brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah here with Petey. Craig will be calling for a mullet shortly. Boy, howdy. I feel like that's appropriate. This is the Predators. Um, Yeah, the Coyotes dominated this one. Yeah, this one from beginning to end, I thought they, they looked like the better team. And it's funny how we keep saying these young players, but I, I tell you what, guys like Michelli and McBain and this this team looked good. They When they play fast and they come out of the gates quick, they're a good hockey team. And what's happened, even in St. Louis, you look at goaltender hangs, hangs the team in it early. Um, this wasn't the case. I thought the Coyotes looked good right from the – they had 18 shots in the first period. 18. 18 That's, shots in the yeah. first period. That's a game total for this team. Yeah, it is. It is. They've scored fewer shots in goal in a game this year. Um, 18 shots on goal was a season high. And they'd scored se- they had not scored. They had 17 shots on goal two other times this season against the Rangers and the Canadians. They lost both of those games. One of them was an overtime loss. And then I mean, let's just get in the numbers <laughs> right away. Um, because their shot output tonight. 43 shots on goal. This is something we never see from the Coyotes. It's something we always see against them. You know, looking at 40 shots from Nashville. Yeah, we're used to that. 43 shots from the Coyotes is a season high. Their previous season high was 39. They had that two times, once against Montreal, once against Anaheim, a couple 36, 34, and then it didn't really ever come close. So just a crazy shot output. Their power play one for four successful. Their penalty kill was six for six against Nashville's power play. I mean, besides the faceoff circle, which obviously didn't really matter for the final score tonight, they pretty much dominated all the categories they needed to tonight. Yeah, this one, you know, you start with the shots on goal. You get 43 shots on goal. You better score some goals in it. And this was a big offensive outburst for this team. But the big stat for me on this sheet is the the penalty kill. 
I mean, they, the Nashville Predator is going 0 for 6 on the power play. Last time they played Nashville a few weeks ago, Yossi gets 2 on the power play. Yeah. Um, tonight they held them off off the score sheet on the power play. That, that's two consecutive games, 0 for 6, 0 for 6. That's 12 straight kills by this by this Coyotes team that hasn't been that good on the penalty kill this season. I mean, they, they've been average on the penalty kill. They haven't been great. This is 12 straight on the kill against you know, a, a really good power play tonight. And, and let's say this too, Nashville needs these wins. Like Nashville yeah, and is, Scott just pointed it out in the chat. The Coyotes are playing playoff spoiler. Preds are going to have a tough time making it in there now. Agreed. I mean, this is in, you, you, they're right on that fringe trying to chase the Calgary flames down first before they get into the wild card chase. This team needs to win and they're desperate. And it's amazing how many teams come in here that are better on paper or in the standings and think, okay, this is, I don't know if they think it's going to be easier or if it's just a mindset that you're playing in the mullet and it, it feels like a preseason game. I, I don't know what it is. Teams have to be ready. Like they have to know the Coyotes are going to be good in this building. They have to, they've, I, I'm pretty sure they have TVs in Nashville, don't they? Like they know that they're going to come into mullet and this is going to be a battle. And the Coyotes just looked fast. And I, I guess the good news for the future of this team is they have a lot of young legs. I talk about J.J. Mosier on the back end looked great again tonight. I, I, I talk about Valimaki and these young players make this team so quick. This is a fast hockey team playing as a desperate playoff team, and they still come out on top. And honestly, the third period when you expected a huge push by the Predators, I know the shots got a little lopsided in the third period, but but that's when the Coyotes were at their best in the third period. They get three goals in the third. They, they outscore the Predators three to one. And, and you look at the Predators goal and it feels so bad for Prostata. Oh, it was so close. You and you texted me. My it was, this is your fault because PD texted me. It's all my first, fault. First shutout and it was like two minutes later. Yeah. And I so they get scored on, on a six, six on five. And, and really he makes the first save, even on the goal that goes in, he makes the first save and the puck just kind of lays there on the rebound. Um, and that's the only stretch where I felt like Nashville kind of tilted the ice towards the coyotes. It's just that last minute with the net pulled. Only with four minutes to go. <laughs> I know, but that's what, that's what I mean about those coyotes. And when you, when, when Keller Schmaltz and Hayton were on the ice, Wow, like they're that line is just playing so well right now. And the big key, I'm finally so glad it got rewarded because we talked about on the last show how Barrett Hayton is doing the little things right and he's getting to the net and he's being aggressive getting to the blue paint. And he usually doesn't get rewarded. He pulls the defenders to him and leaves the open ice for, for Schmaltz and Keller. But tonight he gets to the blue paint and he finally gets that loose rebound that he's been waiting for. It takes two whacks at it and he's able to get one in. So I, I, I'm really glad to see him get rewarded. That line was was a scoring threat every time on the ice. Absolutely, um, his 11th of the season, and he was it was that power play goal um, was Barrett Hayden. So very happy to see that. I love how we just kind of dove in and didn't even acknowledge the tank. I think we're just past that. We're past it. Yeah, there's past just it. we don't need to talk about it. Um, I, I love it, and it's so funny. Uh, EVs in the chat commented, "All this winning is boring." <laughs> PD, have any new puzzles yet? EVs, imagine when we actually can like be happy about a win guilt-free. I know. <laughs> I, I can't know. believe can we're saying it? all this winning is boring. This is a tank year. They barely won, although they've won more than we thought. What they. about the when, when we're getting to this point in the year when where there's 18, 17, 16 games left and you're scratching for a playoff spot? Can you imagine what these games are going to be like? 
like oh my goodness pull up the ogs because we're gonna have a heck of a time getting like the stress like now they're stress free even when they're winning or losing it's stress free when it matters oh my goodness it's going to be exciting this team all i can say is you get these little glimpses get you excited about the future and the what ifs and what could be and we didn't see that last year that one stretch on their eastern road trip at the end of the year maybe but not continually and somebody in the chat said something about mcbain and how exciting it is to watch McBain. I will say this, that kid has has blown away the expectations I had for him. I thought he might be a fourth-line guy that gets the net because the knock has always been his skating. Maybe he can't skate well enough. Um, but everything he has done this season, and now with Bukestead being gone, he stepped up into an even a bigger role with Kraus, and, and he just continues to impress me on, on the way he plays on both ends of the ice. So... I can't wait to see what the ceiling is uh, on Jack McBain and how far he can actually go in this league because he's playing much, much better than I expected for him and he gets his 10th goal of the season tonight. Yeah, Jack McBain, I, 10 goals. I You just said it. What a what a play from that whole line. That was a complete line effort. Michelli going behind the net, setting up the Kraus shot that led to McBain getting the rebound and the eventual goal. That the second line, you know, we we just talked about Hayton, Keller, and Schmaltz, but you can't discount even the Coyotes' second line. Um, they've been a threat all season long, and and ever since McBain has kind of slid in and Bukestad's absence, he's really thrived, um, and it's really great to see him get on the score sheet. Yeah, and you know one thing you you said, Leah. You look at those first three goals. We're gonna we, the Schmaltz goal. It's an empty netter, and it it iced this thing with with under a minute to go. So, put that one aside for now. But the first three goals of the game, the common theme and the common thread in those first three goals by the Coyotes is they shot the puck. They put the puck on net. You look at Richie's Mosier, great shot. But what happens? Richie's going to the net. He comes out of the north corner. He beats. His his check or his, the the predator that he's out of the corner with beats him to the net, tips the puck, it's in. Why? Because Mosier delivered it to the net. Barrett Hayton's goal on the power play, Keller delivers it to the net. Hayton's there for the rebound. McBain's, you talked about it. That pass by Michelli. I, I, I watched that again, and we got the benefit of seeing it in slow motion. He puts that through four predators in live speed. That is a phenomenal pass. I don't want to under I mean, that was phenomenal pass by Michelli. If you get a chance to see that again on Twitter online, his ability to find Kraus, his ability to make plays for a young player like that is absolutely elite. And that's why he's among the, the best uh, in rookie scoring right now. But, but again, the goal is created because Kraus delivers the puck to the net and McBain's there for the rebound. Shoot get to the net it's not that complicated there's not that you don't need to write up the the philly philly in the end zone for the red zone for football shoot the puck get to the net and and good things happen and this team hasn't done that enough and now they're finally learning it with under 20 games to go yeah i love it the chat saying michelli magic um you know excited about him in the future and you know we focus a lot on the coyotes landing a top draft pick and that is the most important thing obviously i'm not saying it's not but it's cool to think about what the Coyotes have now that's going to be part of the future. Players like Michelli, players like Mosier, maybe Valamaki as well. It's just it's just fun to think about that. There, there is a lot of potential, and that's really what we've seen here and, and what the coaching staff has brought out of these guys. And that's why they hired Andre Turney when they did, because he's known to develop young players well. And 
development has really been the thing that's been missing in this organization's history. And we're kind of watching players develop in front of our very eyes. And maybe it's going against the larger task at hand, but I am keeping the positivity that Sean put out there in the universe that the Coyotes are winning and therefore they will be rewarded by the hockey gods. I'm sticking and to you, it. You talk about young players too. There's another young player we haven't even started to talk about today, a 24-year-old Russian that has played um, in his first game for the Coyotes uh, this season. Am I right? Yeah, this, this season, is the first yep. game he's played this season. Wow, he had three last year and three in 2021, but his first game of the year. And his first NHL win as well. Um, Ivan Prozvitov. What a random thing that happened today. What were you going to say? Well, I was going to say, first of all, can we talk about pronunciation? It's been, We've been saying Prozvitov and now it's Prozvitov. So anyway, we're just going to go know. with Prozvitov well, and we're sticking with it. But, but, but this morning, at the morning skate, he's not there. He's not nope. at the morning skate. You and I were trying to find out who was starting, and we yeah, couldn't we were figure it out. Yeah, like, so I certainly had to be Ingram, and then an hour later, they call up Prozvitov, and you go, well, maybe somebody got sick, or no, no, we're just going to see how the kid can play. Yep. I.e., the goaltending's been good, and we've been winning games, and we're still trying to get towards the bottom of the standing, so let's throw an American League at it and see what happens. And you know Whoops. what happens? Arizona is where coyotes, where goalies go to thrive. I saw it's somebody unreal. tweeted, somebody literally tweeted tonight, like, I'm, I'd am i be, I just want to see what the coyotes can turn me into if they put me in there. <laughs> like, it's it's true, though. You thought like, for sure. This kid hasn't played in this, he played three games last year, none this year in the National Hockey League, and he's been averaging the Miracle League. So he said, okay, Preds, look at this offense, and the Preds needs to win. Oh, well, let's hang this poor kid out to dry. Nope. Nope. Almost pitches his first NHL shot. Almost. Sorry. That might Almost. Have been so close. Um, yeah, he was, he was unreal tonight. He had a crazy save in the second period. Uh, I don't know how it even happened. It was just unbelievable. Just a crazy sequence to end the second period there. Um, he, he did what he needed to do. And like you said, Nashville kind of came to play in the third and he faced the test faced the challenge and and really did well and did what the coyotes goalies have been doing all season which is giving the team a chance to win and granted nashville they weren't coming heavy with shots in the first half of the game but if you look at the shot totals to end the game that's a lot of shots that's a that's a coyotes goalie initiation and we've talked enough about it so i think it's time we can crown ivan prosvitov or prosvitov we'll find out tonight's DraftKings king of the game 39 saves. That's good for a 974 save percentage and his first NHL win. So close to his first NHL shutout. Mm. But Ivan, hopefully this gives him confidence. I doubt the Coyotes plan to keep him up here long. Roadrunners are trying to make the playoffs, trying to go on a playoff run, which is good. I'm actually glad this happened because it's a mental game for goalies. And I I think having a win and not just a win a win like the one he had will only help his confidence. Yeah, and the, the interesting thing for me, because I've watched Prozatov play a lot since he was drafted by the Coyotes and kind of watched his development. But you see a kid now, he's 24. He's been with the organization for a while, but he's still just a kid. He's only 24 years old. You look at Karel, who is young. He's 26. Prozatov's six foot five. And one of the things, he's always been incredibly athletic, com- incredibly competitive. The knock on him has always been there's always that one goal that gets by him. He can play great, make unbelievable saves, acrobatic saves, but then there's that one that sneaks by that he wish he could get back. And tonight he didn't have that. 
this is the first time that I've seen him in the National Hockey League where he looked calm, in control, and big when he looked big. And you talked about that play at the end of the second period where it, it, he makes you know the two quick saves and the one into the empty net. I mean, it's going to be an empty net, and he gets his glove on it. I thought he looked big. He looked calm. Um, and this is the best I've seen him look here. So, again, the reason you bring him up is exactly what they did. He's going to be a free agent at the end of the year. You need to find out what you have. And it, is the guy you need to resign to make sure you keep him in your organization? And the only way you can find that out is if you play him. So I understand why they're playing him. He's the guy that they had hoped was their goalie of the future, and he's kind of had a few setbacks over the last two seasons in the American League, but I thought he looked really good tonight. And I hope he gets another opportunity. To your point, he'll go back to Tucson and, and keep continuing to make their see if they can make the playoff run down there. But I hope we get to see him again to see if he can get that consistent game here before the end of the season. Yeah, absolutely, because his numbers in Tucson haven't been – you know, crazy good 306 goals against average for 900 save percentage in 35 games this season. Granted, the Roadrunners are in seventh. I think they're still in seventh, but they're, you know, right on the bubble of being in that playoff race. Um, so, you know, though Craig loves his goal saved above average stats. I don't know where to find that for the AHL. Um, but yeah, like, like you said, he, he came to play tonight and it's Mark in the chat. It's Carter Hutton available. <laughs> and then <laughs> Ethan said, wouldn't mind Peter Mrazek. I know it's crazy, but it, it doesn't is. matter. Peter Mrazek would come here and come here, have yep. the best year of his career. He would like, it's it, just, he would like it. It's a it, 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 They can't help it. Like, this is the way this happened. Like I'm, I, I really believe they thought there was a two-pronged attack here. I think, yes, you need to see what you have as a free agent, but I also thought, hey, our goalies have been really good here. Like, I'm sure the Connor Bedard in the back of their head goes, hey, maybe we should put a different goalie in. And, and I tell you what, I, they just they can't lose at the mullet. They can't lose. I don't know. Bring, up, bring on the next team. So what we need to do, and we need a research department on this, is you look at the wins at the mullet this year. Right. And we've talked about Boston. We've talked about Colorado. We've talked about Vegas. Um, who is the most recent one that with Tampa in, in the big shot? I would like to know if anybody has and Toronto it has beaten all of those teams um, at home this season in their building. Yeah. And now the, if you talk about Boston, you have to scratch Boston out of the list because they can't beat themselves. So they clearly <laughs> haven't beaten all those teams. I'm curious. I'm just yeah. curious. So we're going to have to get a research team on that because yeah. this is how good this team is at the mullet. I don't know if it's just a one-year thing and people are going to figure it out and the boards and the ice and the lights and the hotels and the differences, but but for now, <laughs> logic, it's real. Coyotes versus 1980 Miracle on ice team. Uh, nobody taking the Miracle team versus us at the mullet. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I love it. Um, oh. Before we move on, I don't want to lose track of it. We do have a super chat from our friend Altex. Um, thank you so much for your $10 super chat. We appreciate you. He said, this is just a thank you for all love in return. Personally, use this to get a couple delicious Four Peaks drinks next time you're wow. at Illegal Pete's on me. Altex, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Hopefully one day you can come out to the desert and join us at Illegal Pete's or at Four Peaks, but we will definitely take you up on that. I don't need an excuse to go drink a four peaks beer, PD. And all text understands the assignment. Throw a couple of sponsors names in the super chat. Like, yes, this, this <laughs> I love 
Yeah, I'm still kind of all text with the assist on the ad read. <laughs> did you did you see all text tweet today? Yes, so Schmaltz, funny. the liberating schmaltz thing. Classic. <laughs> Good <laughs> stuff. Fantastic. Um, but if you're not listen, not everyone got the invite to Craig St. Patrick's Day party. I know. So if you didn't get the invite, the best place to send St. Patty's Day is at Four Peaks H Street Pub. Duh. Hang out with your favorite degenerates, the people who didn't get the invite to Craig's St. Patrick's Day party, and enjoy a damn good time. Um, no better place I can think of. Uh, don't don't tell Craig. Just spend St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we'll swing by. Well, that can be yes. the pregame, PD. We'll, we'll pregame at Four Peaks H Street Pub, then we'll Uber because... 21 and older, enjoy responsibly to Craig St. Patrick's Day party. And we can come with Four Peaks beer in tow. So looking forward to that. Can't wait. Um, Also, the chat is saying it's 4-3 Seattle now. What a game. That game started 3-0 Ottawa. Now it's 4-3 Seattle. And you want to hear something crazy, PD? I do. Our coworker, Owen. It's 4-4. Oh, it's 4-4, but still crazy game. Our coworker, Owen, who is on the PHNX Rising podcast has a layover in Seattle, and he was saying to me, should I go to a Kraken game? And I said, you definitely should. So this is not this is not made up. This is a true story. So for like the last two weeks, Owen has been checking game time on his phone, looking at these tickets. So on Tuesday night, when you and I were at the studio, and Sean and I went to go get ice cream, and then Sean and I came back, and Owen said, in the time that you and Sean went to get ice cream and came back, I bought tickets on game time. So Owen is at this game in Seattle, like watching this unbelievable game. He has no rooting interest. It's just a great hockey game. Um, and he got his tickets on game time. And he even told me, he said he opened Ticketmaster and saw that they were $20 more expensive there. He definitely got them cheapest on game time. So what can I say? It's a true success story. Um, so if you want to be like Owen and, Go to, go to an amazing game. Like I mean, speaking of Four Peaks beer, <laughs> check out the Game Time app. Save up to sixty percent when you buy your tickets last minute. And the best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link below in our description. All right. Well, he's here, so let's bring him in. It's Craig. Leah, are you being held hostage somewhere? I, I know. <laughs> We I, haven't talked about her studio setup right now. That's she it looks like she and I are in the same like room yeah, the same because painting. my wall the colors. colors. <laughs> she's just sitting over on the other corner. Hey. Yeah, <laughs> she's just in the other corner. Yeah, this is my uh, this is my temporary home setup. I promise you, when I'm at home, it will not always be a crazy blank wall. But you know, still in the process of getting everything set up. So this is the best I can do. <laughs> oh man. But Craig, yeah, the Coyotes are too yeah. good at home. <laughs> They're really good at home. You know, I you know what I did tonight? I started going through home records for the Coyotes through the, throughout their history, and yes. they've got eleven games left at home. So with way the way they've been playing, how many games do you think they could win? Uh, four. Only four out of eleven. Six. Okay. See, that's what I was thinking too, Leah. Six wins. You know what that would equal then? That would be 22 wins, which is also the amount of wins they had in 2011-12 when they went to the Western Conference Final. <laughs> I'm gonna, I was about to leave the show. Like they're, they're in a tank season, Craig. They're supposed oh. to be losing for Bedard. I got a couple fun anecdotes. 
because we just had Bill on the show, and I love how transparent he is about this. They're having fun with this. They're the, the, the players are literally giving him crap about it when they win games. He walks past us, the, the media, as he's going into the, the locker room. He looks at us. He goes, "Big win." <laughs> <laughs> And then Andre is giving me hell about not showing up for the skate today. Say, oh, you come here because it's closer. I'm like, well, you know, I'll, I'll come. Are you practicing? Tomorrow? Yeah, I'll see you at the ice then. I said, wait, are you actually practicing? He goes, no, we don't need to practice anymore. We just win games. <laughs> we just win games. <laughs> it's so they're having fun with us. They're having fun with us. And you've got to feel good for these guys. In spite of the thing that we've talked about, that thing, a hundred times, this team's winning and this team might get on. A crazy little roll. Like I was looking at the standings, and I think they're a point behind Montreal now. They could catch Montreal. They could catch Vancouver. They could catch St. Louis. They can catch they can Philly. Like, they, maybe yeah, St. They Louis. Can, they I don't think they can like catch ninth. Detroit, but that's it. That would no, be. The, I yeah, think that's the ceiling. Detroit. But Craig, they played well. It wasn't just they the goalie did. that kept them in it. This team looked good. They looked fast. They looked young. They got pucks to the net. They drove to the net. This was a team win tonight. The goalie was good, but it wasn't inspiring. They didn't win because of the goalie. They, they were the better team. Yeah, and Andre talked about that, too. He said, we've been so reliant on Veggie and Connor Ingram, the way they've played, that we, you know, we've been too reliant on them. They, they've been carrying us. So this was sort of a wake-up call to say, hey, we better dial it in. And I really thought, you know, at least through the first couple of periods, they really did dial it in, blocking shots. They were just all out to, uh, to play well in front of Ivan Prozvatov. But he also played well tonight he was he was good in goal he got the call around noon or a little earlier than that he said he was on the bike riding and it was he was like really <laughs> okay i'm coming up so he's on his way up in the early afternoon todd walsh asks him what were you thinking about as you're driving up and he's like traffic i was hoping i'd make it on time <laughs> So you know that traffic from Tucson to here it, it, between noon and two o'clock that's when you're napping that's your nap time and he was driving from Tucson Right. Yeah. Wow. And, and also, yeah, the, you, you know that drive, like they've widened yes. most, most of it to three lanes, but not like the area that needs it the most. That's still two lanes when you get near the valley. Yeah. Oh, it's Thank awful. You. I used yeah, to do that drive horrible. a million times. That's incredible. That's incredible that he didn't get the call until almost lunchtime. That's, that's phenomenal. crazy. Yeah. We, that was just such a shocking move today and nobody knew what was going on. And then you think, okay, well, like maybe, maybe, you know, he hadn't won before in the NHL. He yeah. ha he's had an okay season in Tucson, and then he freaking was lights out, 39 yeah. saves. And that's encouraging, right? It's one game, obviously, so yeah. you don't want to jump to any conclusions. No, but good for your confidence. Absolutely, and this is a guy that's been in their system for a while now that they're hoping will emerge. He's going to be a restricted free agent at the end of the season with arbitration rights. I'm, I'm not sure he has much of an argument in arbitration, but... You know, it's coming to the point where they need to decide whether he's a part of this franchise for the future. Because, like, after that, he's – I don't know if he'll be with the franchise if he doesn't take a step forward. And, and this one game obviously isn't going to change their minds one way or the other. But maybe this does give him a boost of confidence. He will be back in Tucson for the playoffs. They really want the Roadrunners to make the playoffs. They're st it's still nip and tuck, although they have a little bit of a – a lead in, in seventh place. They could even climb up a little higher in the standings. They really want that team in the postseason. So maybe this gives him a little bit of boost to get some confidence from playing well in the NHL. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, we haven't even finished talking about the game yet. So I feel like 
we should just do that with you, Craig, <laughs> if, you don't, if you're down yeah. Yeah. Um, and you can be here for this. And I'm not forgetting. I'm not saving it for the third segment. We're doing it now. Let's read Petey's keys and see how. We'll go quick because Craig's here. Yossi, would, yes. would you say they stopped Roman Yossi? I would yes. say that the Nashville Predators looked awful tonight. <laughs> Power play. Preds. See, that 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 that's a typo. It's Preds PK was perfect in their last six games. You wrote PP. Well, I might have written PP, but our power play, their PK, and Coyotes get a power play goal. So that's a ding. Goaltending again, and three dings equals a Coyote win. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, like, I had it queued up with Roman Yossi in particular because he's like he's like a two point per game. Yeah. player against the coyotes and he had his recently. opportunities yeah he did yeah i just i i didn't think nashville really dialed it in until much later in the game they didn't they didn't look very good to me tonight which was surprising because even though you know they're probably headed toward a rebuild of sorts the way that the two teams ahead of them are playing winnipeg and calgary they still have a chance to get in the playoffs but they didn't they didn't play with that sort of urgency tonight yeah they, they didn't especially with all of those power plays and it, it's I, I think this is one of those games they're going to look at and they go, this is the game we had to win. Yeah. yeah. A lot of teams will be saying that about their loss at Mullet. <laughs> Mullet, yeah. Wild. Um, by the way, Brett Ritchie, we, we touched on his goal, but his first game as a Coyote finally made it down here after all his visa issues. Um, first goal as a Coyote, seventh goal of the season. So great to see him right in on the action. We saw Mackey gets get points in his first two games not tonight he was more so in the penalty box tonight but um trying to help the coyotes lose maybe i'm just kidding that was a completely complete joke but um and then nick schmaltz continuing his crazy goal scoring performance now has 21 on the season i know it was an empty net goal but it still counts and uh keller just continuing to rack up points so did Keller have one or two tonight i didn't even check the final sheet was it because i didn't see what happened on the he had at least he had two yeah, okay. he had two. So I think he's at a point per game pace now. The Hayton and uh, yeah, the, that was his 39th assist. Well, Schmaltz and the Hayton. Amazing, right? Assisted. Yeah. Brett Ritchie, uh, we talked to him. He's actually been here for several days. He just couldn't work. Uh, without a work visa. Well, so if you're going to be so, stuck in Scottsdale versus that's stuck what he in said. Calgary. He's like, the last time we came here with Calgary, it was rainy and kind of cold. We didn't like that. But he's like, I got here and I'm like, I've just been hanging out. I went golfing with somebody. It's like, oh, so you got to know the Valley pretty well. And I also, of course, asked him the question about swapping with his brother. Yes. He said that he said the house swap is actually going to happen. The problem right now is each of their fiancés are live, still living in the city where they were. And, and of course, we're all thinking, wait, wait, you're not going to say it, right? Thank God he didn't say, yeah, we're just going to swap fiancés. But they're going to be swapping houses at some point soon. So Bill was right. It is cheap housing. That's another show Leah's watching on Netflix, by the way. <laughs> oh, fiancé swap. Fiancé swap probably is. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Fiancé fiance swap, swap UK. UK. yeah but i tell you what for him he did the right thing craig got to the net bigger body i thought that he's gonna fit right in with this group skates well enough yeah i gave him pace tonight too i I, I didn't mind his game at all tonight oh man well we talked about tucson already to do with you know is it prosvitov or prosvitov 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 oh well of course, okay. Prosvitov. Ivan um, Prosvitov. No, and, he doesn't roll and, with me, sorry. 
That was an accident. <laughs> and we, and we talked about uh, Tucson's quest for the playoffs, and the Coyotes why actually... You have, why you have to be mad, PD? Why you have to be mad? <laughs> Sorry, I'm channeling Ilya Muscalov right now. <laughs> the Coyotes actually made a minor league move today to acquire defenseman Stephen Kampfer from the Detroit Red Wings in exchange for our favorite future considerations. Um, Kampfer... One dollar. Yep. Camper played. You know what 40... that, that's what future considerations. I is. I did, but one dollar. Yeah. Sorry, I'm doing the trading places thing. It's all good. Um, it in was 40... for one dollar. That's oh, Leah doesn't get that either. She didn't know fast times. How the, the hell usual she trading places? $1. The usual one. That was over a dollar. Never mind. <laughs> Eddie Murphy. Never mind. Dan. Ackley. All right. In 44 Dan games played with Grand Rapids this season, uh, four goals, 18 assists, 22 points, 26 penalty minutes for Stephen Camper. Um, I know it's a minor move, but it goes to show that Bill Armstrong and the Coyotes are thinking about their AHL club, in my opinion. Yeah, but you look at his adventure. He's an NHL guy. He's played 231 games in the National Hockey League. He's 35 years old. It's a veteran guy. 34, I'm sorry. He's a 34-year-old veteran player that's going to help that team down in the American League. You need veteran players to win in the American League. I know it's a developmental league, and you get all those young kids, but you need guys like Steven Kampfer if you're going to make a run in the playoffs. And I think that was a huge deal to show them that they're serious. Yeah, and when you look at what's happened to that team on, on defense, first of all, Lucas Cloak left the team early in the season to go back for a personal situation. Maybe he'll come back at some point, but that was a guy that they counted on having for a long time. Victor Soderstrom's up here. So, you know, they've, they've had some defections that they didn't expect. I guess you can say you maybe you thought Soto was going to be here at some point this season, but that wasn't assured. So you want to give them the best chance. Again, the... <sighs> There's a balance, right? You want to give guys NHL looks, and they're they're doing some of that, but you want to make sure that that team wins and can play meaningful games at the end of the season in the playoffs. Stephen Kaffer is going to help them in more ways than leadership. He's probably going to help their power play. So that that's a good pickup, and he's a free agent at the end of the season, So and, and Grand Rapids wasn't going to the playoffs, so it made sense to make this sort of deal. Hopefully Tucson can, you know, not only get in the playoffs, but maybe they can do a little damage if they can climb a little higher. It would it would be nice to see that team have a little bit of a run. And Nay brought up a good point. You talked about Cracknell. Um, he's also been a huge leader for this team. He's another guy playing over 30 in, in the American League. And, and I've talked to the coaching staff there, and they said he's been a huge piece of their success because he's almost like having an extra coach on the ice because of his experience in both the National Hockey League and in the American League. Uh, Nicholas said, is future considerations any good? I don't remember ever hearing about him in Tucson. <laughs> Never seems to contribute, yeah, no matter yeah, where Yeah, I he know. Goes. He, he's a suitcase in this league. Man, Seriously. you see him going everywhere. Um, we got another super chat from Altex, $5, said, got to point this out real quick. Pretty sure Fanatics employees are spying on me because they're selling a Cassian sublimated plaque. Yes, I bought it. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't expect geez. anything less. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That'll go Altex. Um, anything else related? Related to this game before we move on to our final topic with you, Craig? No, I just wanted uh, – it was cool to see Barry Trotz in the building tonight. Yeah. It's, and I, I, I talked to him briefly because he was talking to a lot of people. Of course, uh, Long Island University is here to play ACU in the final season uh, – series of the season for the Sun Devils. He's talking to their coaches. Like, he's that's who Barry Trotz is. He's just such a good human being. It's a really cool story to see him back at with the franchise where he made his name as a coach, obviously. But – I really love that succession plan for the Predators. David Poyle did an unbelievable job with his franchise for so many years, and he did it 
a lot of a lot of those years in conjunction with Barry Trotz on the bench. So it's a nice little handoff. It was good to see Barry again. Literally one of the best guys that I've met around this game. And always open, always accessible for any kind of media whatsoever. If he if he barely remembered your face and he remembers a lot of faces, he still had time for you. Yeah. He really great. So glad, glad to see him. We'll really be interested to see how he does once he takes the reins um, this summer. All right. Last thing we want to talk about. It feels like now this was so many hours ago. So much has happened since then, but I don't want to bury it because it's really, really cool. Um, today it was announced that the premier hockey federation championship, the Isabel cup will be played at mullet arena on March 26th at 6 PM. Um, really, really, really cool that this event is happening here. I think Mullet is a really great venue um, and a really great opportunity for anybody here listening to see professional women's hockey live in person. And not just that, a championship game, any championship game is a game worth watching. So I highly recommend trying to get tickets to that. It's going to be really cool. Yeah, and we are working. I've spoken to their media contact. We're going to have someone on our show. I can tell you that in the, in the week leading up to that game. I'm not sure if it's going to be a player or a league official, but we'll get someone on the show to talk about it too because it would be nice to see this thing grow a little bit. I mean, cool. it'd be cool to have a team out here, right? Absolutely. I'd like to see that league expand big time. Yeah. Go ahead. Question. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you, it's the do you have to raise your 26th? hand now? Is this because you lost You should, you should do your ding. That would happen? I know. It's the 26th, right? Yes. March 26th. Yes. Have you looked at the Coyote schedule? Yes, yes they have I a game that day at noon. Are they sharing the ice? It'll be well, over. The game's at night. Yeah, it'll be over. Oh, so, be so, it's a, so, it's a, so here was my point. There's an actual double header in the mullet. Oh, yeah. yeah. We've been waiting for this all year. Yeah. We've been yeah. waiting for it all sure. year. So we can, we, meaning the PHNX Coyotes crew, are going to watch the Colorado Avalanche game. We're going to do a show live and then we're going to tune in either in person on TV somewhere. And we get to see the second game in the same day. It's like a baseball doubleheader. I'm let's Amazing. Yes. Let's go. Yep, can't wait. Um, so it'll, I, so there's four teams left, Boston pride, Toronto six, Connecticut whale and Minnesota white caps. Hey, <laughs> Minnesota, give me oh, Minnesota, Toronto. Me Minnesota, Toronto. If it is Leah, we're going. We have to wager like Minnesota, Toronto. Let's go, Mini. I love it. Let's go, Connecticut Whale. Connecticut Whale. Yeah. Oh my God. That's where I went to school. That's where I went yeah. to school. So. Oh Fantastic. My gosh, that's unreal. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, Craig, anything else before we let you go for the evening? Nope. Uh, just wanted to remind everyone that Leah and I were on the winning team uh, in game show. <laughs> okay. Petey was not. And it was, uh, what's the term they use for it? Beat down? I think that's what they say. Little <laughs> kids say. So. Oh man. There, All right, there Greg. will be redemption someday, <laughs> somehow. I don't know when and where, but we there should will do be it redemption. with our diehards. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Oh my god! Can you imagine? That's a that's a great idea, actually. I like yeah, that a idea. idea. A diehard meetup. All, All right. right, guys. I will see you on Saturday for the Coyotes win over the Avalanche. <laughs> yep. Can't wait. <laughs> wait, that's, that's an actual road game, so maybe they won't win that one. Yeah, yeah true. This team's, a, this team's a wagon. Let's, They're a let's wagon. They're a wagon. Oh, my God. What do they have, like 14 goals in their last three games? Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Greg. We'll talk to you soon. All right, guys. See ya. All see right. Ya. Bye. Oh, do you man. only have the Avalanche three more times this year? That's bizarre. What a, and that they're in their same division. What a weird yep. schedule. You know, Petey, the thing that I don't like about being home 
is I hmm. really want the Circle K snack cart right now. I was thinking about this when I saw that there was a Circle K read today. I was going, what the actual F is going to happen to our snack cart? Like, well, since now I'm convinced that we're in the same thing, we need the, like the cart to roll through. Yes. Both of I, but believe me, I will be, now that I knew, it knew, that's nothing. Yes, for the Colorado game, I will be shopping at circle k because between the orange slices and now the new um salt and pepper chips the salt and pepper is a game fire yeah they are really game really, changer really for great. me um so we're really excited obviously we're really excited to partner with our friends at circle k and to th- kick things off we've teamed up for an amazing giveaway opportunity text phnx to 31310 for an opportunity to win a 500 dollar gas card 500 bucks so the the PHNX 31310. Zero. Zero. Twin $500 gas card. I want yes. it. Um, so take out your phones right now. Do it. The code's on the screen. See the show notes. Turns out we can't more win the details. Otherwise, we would I try know. to win it. I know. Because I would try to win it. Because that's what it cost me to get to the studio and back. But Not after you pick close. up your snacks from Circle Hay, then where do you I get have to home? Go? You get yes. home. What do I do then? And you take an OGs because OGs. OGs and snacks, I mean, match made in heaven. Orange cream skull, strawberries and cream, blackberries and cream, the sleep edition, the microdose, anything you need, OGs has it. And we love them because they're local, scratch made um, here in Arizona. And they're just, they do a lot of really fun, cool things. And, and they're just great. And they taste amazing. <laughs> so if you haven't tried them, um, definitely, definitely check out OGs. Um, and I'll, we'll, pff, listen, I need them to, at the end of the season when we can kind of take a deep breath, catch yes. me with some OGs. And the strawberries and cream flavor, like I mentioned, the Happy Balance gummies are live on the shelves. You can find them at your local dispensary by checking out ogsbrands.com. You must be 21 or older to enjoy. PD, is there anything yes. that we haven't talked about from the game? I'm just going over my notes, making sure we didn't miss anything. I think but we're giving flowers to everybody. I will say this. I uh, Josh Brown's defensive work on the penalty kill elite. And then he did the intermission interview. And we've talked about Josh Brown all the time. Like no matter how many times we see Josh Brown, at least I go, who, who is that again? It's it's kind of shtick now, but it's really fun. It's like, yeah, that's, our, that's our inside joke is he like, was Oof. really good interview like he was he was very articulate and sharp and that was a great interview and i'm still i've said it all season i thought he'd be the guy that got traded at the trade deadline and now he's one of those experienced guys that didn't that he's helping these young guys when you look at the back end of soderstrom and jj Mosier and valamaki and you look at that and they can look at josh brown and go okay he's he shows them the way and i I think it's huge that he's staying here for these last 18 games uh, of this season. And I thought he he's a guy that we don't talk enough about because the things he does are so underrated that he defends. He has a good stick. He, get, he gets into the corners. He's physical. Um, he competes. He blocks shots. All of those things get overlooked sometimes because they're not the, the glamorous goal-scoring thing. So I wanted to make sure he gets recognized at some point here because I think it's important that he's on this roster for these young guys. Yep, absolutely. So glad... Glad you gave him his flowers. And were the referees trying to, like, do they have a quota? You know how at the end of the month we always hear police officers are trying to get their ticket quota up and they hide behind Or, like, car things. salesmen are uh, yes. trying, to, yeah. trying to get their quota them. But were the referees, like, we got a quota to meet today? Like, is it, there were a lot of penalties. I thought, by the way, when uh, when Ick Schmaltz took a penalty 20 
26 seconds into this game, I was like, uh-oh, uh-oh. here we go. Yep. Um, and it didn't turn out that way as far as the Coyotes doing badly, but it did set the tone for the, the refs calling this one. It's crazy. Um, this, usually this is the point of the show where I look around at the other teams in the tank conversation, how they did tonight. I don't care. I'm not going to do it. Um, it's not worth it to me. The Ottawa cracking game is still 4-4 with five minutes to go. Does the one have so, to get your plane tonight? Is it just a layover? Like, did he take a ride from the airport to the arena and going back to the airport and flying? No, I think he's spending the night. He's spending the night. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was. He was. And then he's a flying connecting flight. to Charleston. His connection yeah. was, it was Phoenix to Seattle, Seattle to, to Charleston. Charleston. Yeah, that's travel agents should be fired. Although it's a great game. Like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> fire. Paid off for, I'm glad that way, I talked him into going to that. Did you talk to Sean DePaz today about his club? About, um, well, I did text wow. him and he conveniently didn't respond. Yeah, because he, I'm sure he granted he's in Vegas and he's working and busy, but but that team got thumped tonight. The the the, the, the Dallas Stars put up 10. That's in Buffalo, 10 to you, four. You better hope ASU takes it home or he's gonna have had a so is that game going on right now? It is, ASU it's game? um, halftime. ASU's up 39-25 on the USC. And did U of A play already? Oh, yes. You got the U of A on. They You're did, the and they and won. won. Back okay, the so A. Back the A. So, so if the, the, ASU wins, that's the game tomorrow. Is ASU it they play head-to-head tomorrow? Oh, no. Oh, no, Mike Luke. <laughs> Back He's going to be outnumbered the there. A. Back, Back the A. A. Um, so I'll be tuning into that tomorrow, too. Do we have yeah. hockey tomorrow? We don't have hockey tomorrow. We don't have hockey tomorrow. We actually are off tomorrow but we should look ahead at the schedule um and now i understand why the coyotes never practice especially if they're winning this much because when would they have time um on the road to colorado on saturday hopefully they'll finally lose tomorrow so our day off they're flying yep bummer um hey minnesota's here sunday then it's calgary then it's vancouver and then chicago all at home they're just home all the time and playing all the time, and it's yeah. just a bizarre stretch of the season. Uh, but we're almost to the end. And those are th- those are a couple of really big. Um, I know we're talking about the tank, but the the Vancouver and Chicago; those are teams that they're directly competing with in Chicago right now. We'll see what that team looks like now with Max Domi gone and Patrick Kane gone, and we'll see how they look in the mullet in just over a week. And Rick Tockett's return. Oh, I didn't even think Thursday. about that. Oh. And we're, are we doing something special on Thursday? We are, but I don't know if we're saying it yet. Okay. But that's cool. just stay tuned. Just stay tuned. Just stay tuned for we something some, special against the Vancouver really Canucks. We have some really fun stuff planned. And if you're not going to that game, just if you're not going stay to locked in on the playing. PHNX Sports YouTube channel. I guess that's what i Okay. Yeah. There's some cool um, stuff. All right. Well, before we head out, we got to look at the punch card. Duh. Um, see how we're faring on this line. Two wins. To start a punch card, it's line. It's never, it's never been, done. been done. Never been done on the punch card. Never been done. Unreal. And four is a record, and they're going to br- they'll beat four. They'll get four on this line, won't they? Won't they? <sighs> I think so. <sighs> I can't. I just can't believe how close we're getting to the end of this punch card. And then we get to go back to our summer shows, and we get to talk about road trips and trade deadlines. Are we doing trade talk Tuesdays again? Oh, we'll have to, we have to come out. I know. We need to start with new ideas. We ran out of trades. Yeah. Sorry. I'm but getting ahead of myself. No, looking forward to Playoffs it. are looking... coming. We got yep. all kinds of great playoff shows. We get playoff preview shows. 
Yeah, Love we it. already have some guests planned. Really excited. So, I mean, I know the season's wrapping coyotes but first and it's funny because mark just said get to know draft prospects five through 12 well mark we're gonna once our the coyote season ends we're only talking about the draft pretty much and the playoffs for the other teams but the draft for the coyotes until the draft so you'll be familiar we'll make sure everybody is familiar with not just the top five not just the top 10 but probably to the top 15 and we'll see you know we'll know more once the coyotes pull their lottery ball and we'll know what range they're actually in we're going to talk to the experts we're going to talk to all the same experts we talked to last year um and we'll make sure that when we get to nashville or you're watching it on tv that you can look at the draft board and confidently know who all those players are i assure you that that is our our goal over these next couple months so we hope you subscribe to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel so you don't miss any of those shows. And become a diehard at gophnx.com. Um, support Craig's great work and all the other great work of the talented writers at gophnx.com so you can read their weekly diehard-only articles. But most of it is free and unlocked, so I implore you to definitely check out all the content on the website. But being a diehard, you also get access to our Discord, which has been a ton of fun. Um, you get 20% off merchandise, such as the Kevin Durant shirt, although oy, that's a whole thing. That's the Sun Show. We're not on the show. We're not going. Not on this show. We're not going there. Um, the, the Assassin's shirt, just some really great merch and 20% off events, including our upcoming PHNX Tea Party, um, which PD, we had a great time at the great last time. Tea Party. So it'll be warmer too. It'll be warmer Friday, March 24th. Um, we'll be at Dobson Ranch for a night of golf, food, drinks, contest prizes, and more. The PHNX crew, fellow Suns fans, diehards, will all be out there watching KD Booker, hopefully KD actually, ooh, Booker and the Suns battle in the final stretch of games of the season as they take on the Sacramento Kings. So check the link in the show notes to reserve your spot today. And diehards, check Discord for your exclusive discount link. Okay. All right. Anything else? I just thought you wanted to recap a few of those great show ideas from the summer. Somebody being, we, we talked about Craig Wonders. That's definitely yes. in over the summer. What stressed PD out today? That's yep. also going in. So, and drunk I like history, the, Nicholas. We've talked about yes, it. And, and I think that drunk history. There's a there's a lot of production involved in that, but gotta happen. And day drinking in Scottsdale. Yeah, for sure. But, but what, maybe what that's how we get drunk for the drunk yes. history. Yes, but I, I, I it. like it. And it's it's just around the corner, but we do have to get ready for the draft and all the things along with it and the ping pong balls. And hopefully the hockey gods shine upon this team that has done it the right way this season. Yeah. Exactly. Well, everybody in the chat, we appreciate you being here. Be sure to like this video, whether you're watching live or later. And if you're listening on audio, like, subscribe, leave us a review wherever you get your podcast. It means a lot to us. You can follow us on Twitter at Liam Merrill, at S. Peters Hockey, at Craig S. Morgan. Follow Sean. Give him a shout about his Buffalo Sabres at wow. Sean underscore yeah, probably hold off on the Sabre <laughs> mention today. Um, you can follow PHNX Sports across all the social platforms. You can follow our show at PHNX underscore Coyotes. Off tomorrow. Stay locked in on PHNX Sports YouTube. There's always stuff going up every day of the week uh, but we'll be back saturday after the arizona coyotes take on the colorado avalanche but until then enjoy the rest of your night enjoy your friday and we'll see everybody on saturday
You know, if you haven't checked out What Chaos yet, you oughta, because we've had all your favorite players on the show. I'm talking Seth Jones, Lena Solmar, Connor Bedard, whoever it may be. We're live every day on YouTube at noon Eastern, but also available on all podcast platforms, including the one you're listening to right now. We got guests, and yeah, we're also doing a bit of chit-chat, goofing around, laughing at what makes us laugh in hockey. So regardless of how deep you are into your hockey fandom, Come listen to What Chaos. We'll talk about your favorite team. We'll talk about your least favorite team and everybody in between. And we're having a ton of fun doing it every single day, Monday through Thursday. It's What Chaos, presented by All City Network.